This podcast is brought to you by the Creation Academy Honors Program, an apologetics learning experience designed to teach, train, and inspire others to become strong defenders of the Christian faith and biblical creation. Launching early 2019, the program offers video and audio training with downloadable course workbooks, expert interviews, and exclusive Q&A sessions with leading creation scientists and apologists, quarterly ebooks covering a wide variety of subject matter, and even a private Facebook community where you'll fellowship and interact with a like-minded community of believers. If you want to be notified when the program goes live and even help us design the experience from the ground up, head on over to www.jointca.co today and sign up for the wait list. You'll get early access to the private Facebook group for free as a thank you for joining. You're listening to The Creation Academy, a weekly podcast defending the truth of God's Word in biblical creation science. I'm your host, Steve Strand, and this week is going to be a little bit different. I want to talk to you about a uh, lesson I'm titling simply, New Things. New Things. I will tell you at the outset, uh, just in case this makes you not want to listen for some reason, uh, that this is going to be a um, update kind of a podcast. Uh, not going to be bringing you much uh, by way of actual learning and teaching this morning, but we do have some exciting new things to talk to you about. And so I hope you'll stick around and listen to those things. And we'll try not to keep you uh, keep you around for too long this morning. So I want to talk to you um about new things. And, uh, you know, I, I don't want to over-spiritualize things, uh, but this is a teaching podcast. And so, uh, to some extent, I feel as though I should uh, try to come to the plate with, with something for you that is spiritually significant, okay? Um, and so, uh, at the risk of, of sounding of sounding cheesy, because uh, we do have some things that I want to talk to you about that are new this morning, I'd like to maybe tie that around to at least a simple reflection about our God. Now, um, we serve a God who makes things new. We serve a God who makes things new. Um, when there was no universe in existence, God created a new universe. When there were no humans who uh, were living, no one to exist in the image of God, as it were, God created us. And he placed the image of God in us. He made, at that time, a new creation. God uh, destroyed the world in a global flood. Somewhere on the order of uh, 4,000 or so years ago. A little bit more than that, probably. And we're going to be talking about that uh with a, a, another fellow on his podcast actually upcoming this week, and we'll probably play that recording here on ours next week. We're going to be talking about 
how God destroyed the world with a flood. But you know, there's more to that story because you see, when the flood waters went away and recessed, and over the course of the next few centuries, post flood people were dealing with a world that was new. New things. We're talking about new things. When the Egyptians went into bondage in Egypt, he brought them out. He gave them the law. There was a new way of interacting with God. These were also new things. Uh, And while God does not change, we see all throughout the course of history that he continually makes things new again. We see promises all over the book of Isaiah which tell us that we're expecting a new heaven and a new earth one day. And of course, this is talked about in Revelation as well. We're expecting a recreation, much like the original creation, free from pain and death and suffering and disease and bloodshed and all of those things that we find were introduced to our world with the entrance of sin. Just look at Romans 5.12. And, of course, the most glaring example of being made new again is when Christ enters into the heart of a believer, when Christ unites himself to a believer, gives him the Holy Spirit, and he is made a new creation. He is given what the Bible describes as a clean heart. We serve a God who makes things new, and I'm thankful for that. I'm thankful that when we look at the world and we come to the conclusion by looking at the evidence, by, uh, of course, we have our Bible, but, but we can confirm with the natural world what our Bible tells us. And I'm happy to know what kind of God the Bible and also the world reveals. He's not a God that we need to be afraid of in the sense that if we're Christians, we can't approach him with things. Uh, he gets all glory And yet, he made himself to be a servant, to serve others. God is the model for proper servant leadership. So I'm thankful this morning to serve a God who makes things new. He doesn't leave things as they were. He makes them new again. And when God makes something brand new... It is perfect, at least in his sight. You think about the believer. Of course, we know that we still sin. We still struggle with sin. We still struggle with temptation. I'm not claiming that somehow believers can be perfect people. That's uh, not what I'm claiming at all, and hopefully you don't get that impression. But what I am trying to say is that in God's sight, when we are made new in that way, God looks on us the same way that he looks on his son. Now that is being made new, for sure. All right, so without further ado, um, 
let's talk about a few things. And I don't expect this will take too long, so just just hang around with me if you will. But uh, I just want to talk about some new things that have happened and that are happening here um, ministry-wise that I, I think you might find at least a little bit interesting and good and possibly even helpful. Uh, if you'll recall, last week I uh, announced that we had been graciously donated the finances to be able to afford some new equipment. And I am thankful to say that here I am this morning uh, recording with this new equipment. It's come in already. Um, You can probably hear the difference in the tone, at least I hope you can. Uh, And we were able to go ahead and purchase, and I won't say his last name because I don't know um, if he wants to be publicly mentioned, but his name is Mike, a generous donor and follower of this ministry by the name of Mike has given the money to be able to uh, purchase this new equipment. And so you can thank him literally 100% um, for this new sound quality. I think it's far superior to what we had before, and uh, I'm kind of an audio guy, so I'm, I'm very, very thankful uh, to, to, to have this, and, and things are finally getting to where I'd really like them to be from the equipment standpoint on the podcast. But you can always do better. Um, you know, uh, what's you know, kind of the saying, anything can be accomplished with enough time and enough money. Uh, you know, you can you can have the best sound you want if you got a fifty thousand uh, dollar, you know, podcast studio. Um, I don't. <laughs> uh, so, I mean, I've I've got some friends with some studios who are probably that expensive that I could I could go over to. But uh, you know, point being that I just want to say I'm very thankful to the Lord um, for using Mike to provide the funds for this uh, particular purchase and. I think because of that, it's going to benefit everybody going forward. Of course, uh, we, we don't just record podcasts from time to time. We're going to be recording some uh, course material and things like that that people can purchase. And so we, we wanted to have the best quality possible, especially if people are going to be um, you know, devoting their precious time every week to be able to, to listen uh, and uh, to us talk about God's creation. We wanted to be sure we had the best equipment. So uh, we took that first donation that came in and went ahead right away and put it to that. That was, in my opinion, one of the most pressing uh, needs that we had as a ministry. And so we went ahead and got that taken care of, and so we wanted to say uh, our thanks and our gratitude towards the Lord and also towards Mike for being willing to provide uh, provide that. All right, um, now I want to kind of switch gears a little bit and talk about some new things that we are going to be trying on the podcast. Uh, speaking of being thankful to the Lord, it turns out that this is lesson number 50, and since this isn't really a lesson, I guess we could call it an episode, but it is it is the 50th edition of this podcast. Now, if you know anything about podcast statistics, I kind of live in the world of uh, marketing during my day job, so I do know a little bit about this. And as it turns out, most podcasts do not make it past episode number seven. Episode seven. And so that's not very, very much at all. And as a matter of fact, I can attest to that. I had a podcast before this one. It's still out there. Uh, I don't know if I'd listen to it. Uh, You're welcome to, though. I'll tell you what it's called. It's called The Workman Today Show. And it only made it to nine episodes. 
So, needless to say, we're doing much better this time around. We've made it to 50, and there are no plans of stopping anytime soon. I mean, I've probably got a list of, uh, well, it's hundreds. It's it's two or three hundred topics um, to talk about, (laughs) and more evolving every day. Um, And uh, you catch my drift there. So, we have tons of things to talk about. We're not going anywhere if we can help it, or unless the Lord directs us otherwise. And I should hope that that's what you would hope uh, for our ministry. Uh, We're going to be doing this for as long as the Lord leads us and allows us to. And when he says it's time to stop, then we'll stop and we'll move on to the next thing. But until that time, I'm just going to follow his direction and enjoy what he has uh, allowed us to do here and uh, what what we really think he's going to be doing with us in the future. So I have some new... um, ideas I was thinking about, and it's a good time at the 50th episode to to reevaluate things uh, and, and kind of uh, try to provision for the future in a way that makes sense. So what we are going to start doing, and this probably, uh, w- w- there will be exceptions. This we'll, We're going to make a new rule uh, in terms of... Um, the way that the series and the episodes are framed. Um, but every now and then there will be an exception. <laughs> the first exception will probably be next week. Uh, I have been invited to be a guest on the Hey Pastor podcast uh, with Brother Mark Lambert. Uh, he is a pastor and uh, an acquaintance of mine and uh, a really, really good guy. Uh, loves his Bible, loves apologetics, loves defending the faith, loves telling other people about Jesus. And so he um, is a part of the Mentionables uh, group. They're a uh, kind of a group of guys who got together amateur apologists who each had a blog or a podcast or something like that, got together and started doing some really good work. Um, And so he invited me on to his podcast to talk a little bit about the evidence for uh, a global flood. Uh, Is there any evidence for a global flood? And we're going to talk about that probably, uh, that will probably come through next week's podcast. It might be the one after that. Uh, But we're recording it next week, Lord willing. So so that is going to be coming up. But other than that, and then uh, a, you know, a random episode, random dialogue or something here and there, we are going to switch up the format of the show a little bit uh, to be series-based. Series-based, or you might even say season-based, uh, but I don't really like the word season uh, in this case, so I think we're going to stick with series. Um if you've been listening to this podcast for a while, you know that we have recorded series from time to time. We did a series recently on, um, it was called Stop Shifting the Goalposts. We did a series on, uh, a short series on, is young age creation uh, pseudoscience? We've done uh, a book series on searching for Adam, um, Genesis and the Truth about man's origin. And uh, I think we had a another series in there, if I'm not mistaken. I can't remember it off the top of my head. Well, well of course, the, the Basics of Creation Science was a series that we did at the very beginning uh, of the... Um, of the show. So, uh, we definitely have had a few series. Uh, oh, that's right. We did one on creation and predation. I'm sitting here looking at it. Um, we did that series. That was episodes, um, 36, 37 and 38. So, um, we have done this from time to time where we've had, uh, kind of a, a, a focused, um, series 
of, of lessons where we dealt uh, more in depth with a specific question that is part of a larger topic. So for instance, um, on the creation and predation series, um, the larger topic there was really talking about the fall, the fall and how it affected, um, the creation. And so that's the direction we came from. But then we zoomed in to a little part of that and said, okay, well, what does, what does it look like for there to be a perfect creation at the very beginning of time. And then suddenly, uh, animals who were once living in, in, in peace with each other, turning against each other and, uh, viruses suddenly, um, becoming harmful, uh, harmful agents, because uh, if they didn't, if they weren't created perfectly and then became harmful agents, that means these were new creations that were introduced later, um, after the fall. And the Bible doesn't seem to indicate that that kind of thing happened. So we took a look at some of the difficult questions like that in that series. And what we're going to probably start doing is recording lessons mainly in series. And uh, so the only way that this might affect you a little bit differently uh, than the way that we have been doing is that in between series, there may be a break of a few weeks before the podcast comes back. So like, here's what, here's what this would probably uh, look like. If you give me just a moment here, I'm going to go ahead and pull up. Uh, I've actually planned for a couple of these series already to kind of get an idea of what uh, what this might look like, so that so that I knew for myself uh, what it might look like. And so here is uh, a sample uh, a sample plan. So the the first series that I am probably going to do. Um, I'm going to call it the destruction of paradise, the destruction of paradise. And so it sounds like uh, something similar to the topic on the fall that I just mentioned, but it, but it's not. I want to deal in depth with the question of why um, God destroyed this earth with a global flood. That is the question that I want to answer. And so uh, we could we could ask that question and just do one lesson on that. Why did God destroy the earth with a global flood? But that doesn't really address uh, the question in as directed a way as I'd like to, certainly not in as thorough a way as I like to. So um, so for example, we're gonna just make it a series. We're gonna say that the series is called the destruction of paradise. And I might release a two or three minute episode um, that uh, is just simply a little introduction to the series, maybe a little longer than that. Uh, just a, a simple introduction to the series to tell what you can expect from it. Uh, and then the very next episode would be the first episode in the series. And so, for example, and I'm kind of just showing you my hand here because uh, I don't know for sure that this is like the specific series that we're going to be doing next, but I think it is. I think it is. And so this is the kind of the angle that I want to come from. I want to tell you about it so you know what to expect going forward. Um, so episode number one of that series, or lesson number one, uh, would be like the theology of God's perfect creation. 
to want to talk about what it means for 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 God, what that means about God, uh, for God to create a new perfect creation. We want to before we can understand really why God would destroy something, we need to really get to the bottom of what motivates God. What kind of person, if you'll allow me to use that uh, word, is God? What kind of what kind of personal being is God? What are his motivations? What does he want from his creation? And then uh, the second lesson, we want to ask the question, why Adam is a historical figure? We want to address that. Why is Adam a historical figure? And this is actually going to introduce the second new thing that I wanted to talk to you about. We are, Lord willing, going to start um, having some interviews from time to time. When a scientist or a theologian uh, submits a, a paper to one of the big uh, creationist journals, uh, a lot of times I, I go through that and I look at that, and if, if I think it's really interesting, I'll, I'll record a podcast episode on it. We've done a few of those with... Uh, um, the first one that comes to mind is the case for cosmological redshifts that we did with uh, for Danny Faulkner's paper. Um, uh, I don't know, month, month, probably, probably two or three months ago now. So um, we have interacted with some of these papers before, but um, I'd like to get it from the horse's mouth, so to speak. Okay, uh, and so there is a paper. I don't have the title in front of me, but there's a, a paper that was submitted to the Answers Research Journal earlier this year by Dr. Todd Beal, and I want to say he's with Capital Bible Seminary, and um, I'm trying. Though this is not for sure yet because I don't know, but I'm trying to reach out to him to see if he would be willing to be interviewed uh, to deal with this subject. And so each series, um, I'm hoping to be able to bring at least one expert in and be able to talk through a particular topic within the subject matter of that series. And some of the series that I'm planning may even have, you know, three or four of these interviews, Lord willing. And so we're going to see if we can uh, really start to reach out to some other members in the community to... Uh, shed some light on their thoughts directly. And I think that will be very helpful. They obviously, if they're writing the papers, they can explain it better than I can. And uh, I think I can help facilitate that conversation and get the kind of information out of them uh, that would be helpful to you because it's quite likely that you want to know the same exact things that I do. So uh, we're going to try to, to do that. So the other... Um, lessons in this uh, series, for example, would be like, who were the sons of men? We want to talk about why why Genesis 6, right before the flood, starts talking about uh, these these sons of men, whatever they are. Why is that significant? And there are so many different uh, lines of thought on this, and I want to try to clear that up for you as best I can, uh, because I think it's actually very, very important to the rest of the flood narrative. Um, and then the fourth lesson in that uh, series would be why did God use a global flood? Uh, why? Um, what What was the motivation for that kind of a punishment? Why did God exact that exact kind uh, of a punishment against mankind when he could have done something seemingly a lot more um, humane? I, that would be the argument that, that somebody might level against that line of thinking. So um, we're going to try to address that. And then 
the fifth lesson uh, would be Noah found grace, understanding God's rescue plan. So I want to uh, talk more in depth about uh, the uh, the flood narrative in terms of uh, the perspective of Noah and see how we can use that to understand about God's overarching rescue plan. And then the sixth lesson would be, did God hide evidence for the flood? Did God hide evidence for the flood? And we want to talk a little bit about um, the specific evidence for the flood, not very in-depth because we've already done that a little bit on a couple episodes. Uh, We talked about some of the different aspects such as sedimentation and the geologic column. And we're going to be addressing some of those things in greater detail even um, in our upcoming uh, interview with uh, Mark Lambert. So we're not going to go too in-depth into the actual evidence for the flood there, but we are going to talk about the question of, of did, did God hide evidence for the flood? Why is it that uh, so many secular geologists claim there is no evidence for a global flood? There's a very specific answer to that question, actually, and we're going to try to address it there. And then the last, um, it wouldn't even be a lesson, it would just be the Series 1 wrap-up called a signpost. We would probably just put a short episode out there kind of summarizing our thoughts and letting people know when we return what the next series is going to be. And in the show notes for this, there would be a kind of a directory. We would give you the links to all of the previous series. And then from that point, uh, it might be that we take a couple weeks off and then the next series uh, would come in. So you kind of see what we're doing there. Uh, and it might be that the series are continuous. It just depends on how my um, how my planning goes and how my preparation goes. If I'm able to have the next bit of material ready, we might just dive right into the next one and keep on a weekly schedule. Um but I don't want to promise that, and I think you're going to get so much more value out of the podcast doing it this way, and each each question is going to be able to get answered so much more thoroughly. Um, I think it's going to be worth it, even if even if it means a week or two off every now and then. Uh, I, think, um, I think the amount of value that you're going to get out of this podcast is going to be significantly higher. Um, as a result of doing it this way. And then, of course, when we have, uh, you know, when you have questions, when people have questions um, and you want to direct them to a resource that thoroughly covers the answers to these questions, um, we will be able to, you could send them to just that that signpost um, episode that goes out there, for example, and it's got the directory and a little bit of a summary uh, about the series, about the things that we talked about. So uh, I'm really excited for that. I think it's going to make a big, big difference. And um, yeah, so be on the lookout for our first series, The Destruction of Paradise, coming up very, very soon. One last thing, and then I'm going to let you go. Uh, I have made a change, and you kind of, uh, I don't know how closely you were paying attention um, in the intro, but I re-recorded the intro with our new microphone equipment, and the wording was changed a little bit, and that was, of course, on purpose. We are uh, changing the name a little bit of the Creation Academy. Many of you know I've been working on this um what's called a membership site, for quite a while now. And Lord willing, it's going to be releasing sometime early 2019. Uh, There is a lot more work to be done on the project. You can be sure of that. And 
I'm doing my best to work on that as time allows and get some new and exciting ideas in, but we have decided to change the name a little bit, and the reason is because I want to keep the name of the Creation Academy, the podcast that you're listening to, I want that to stay the Creation Academy, and I wanted to think of a way to um, have people think about the membership opportunity and the new creation learning experience as a bit of an upgrade from the podcast. No doubt a lot of the members of the Creation Academy are going to begin as podcast listeners, as many who are already on the wait list and hanging out over there in the private Facebook community are. And uh, what I want to convey is that when you come over to the membership experience, it's going to be kind of an upgraded um, version of the podcast, uh, meaning uh, all the video and the workbooks and the exclusive interviews and Q&A sessions that we're, that we're going to be having. Uh, these are things that regular just podcast listeners will not have access to. And I, again, I don't want, I want to be careful here because I don't want to diminish uh, the fact that so many of you listen and are so supportive of the podcast. That's that's not the point at all. Um, I really do my best to give my best value, the best research, the best study. I want this podcast to be the best it absolutely can be. I don't hold anything back, but this podcast is not a video setup. I don't have a good video set up for, uh, for where I record my podcast. And so it's going to be something entirely different. But it is going to be for people who want to take their learning in creation science to the next level. There are people who are interested in learning more about specific subjects and who learn better in different ways. And for those people, I think... Um, the membership site opportunity would be something very helpful. Again, it's only going to cost $6.99 per month. I want you to think of it like the Netflix of creation education. The Netflix, really, of creation education. That's how we want to think about it because we're going to be providing a library of video content and um, downloadable audio uh, that, that, that is made from that video content, downloadable PDF workbooks, all the things that you hear me talk about in the intro to this show. We're going to have all of those things and a robust community environment as well. And I want you to think about it as taking the next step in your creation learning from being a regular listener of the podcast. And so we wanted to name and and position the membership experience in that way. And so we're proud to announce that we are going to be calling it the Creation Academy Honors Program. When you go to a college or university, uh, oftentimes you are, uh, if, if you want to take your educational um, experience to the next level or you uh, want to really excel you can take uh, honors program courses uh, in many cases where uh, that's kind of like the next level in your learning. You're taking you're taking classes that other people are not uh, because you want to advance, you want to excel, you want to move further. And so that's how we want you to think about it 
And so that's why we are officially calling it the Honors Program. It's still the Creation Academy, but this is all the Creation Academy. But I want, uh, and again, we're moving to the series format for the podcast precisely because I want to make sure that I give you the absolute best value for the time that you spend listening each week to this podcast. And we can't thank you enough for each and every one of you who do. But if you're a person who wants to be able to take this information and learn in an even deeper and more intimate way how to put it into practice, how to apply it to your regular spiritual conversations, how to be able to talk about this thing like you really know your stuff. Um, I don't think there's going to be any better way for really developing those skills than to become a member of the honor program that we're putting together. I think it's going to be so exciting. And for $7 a month, you're talking about... um, learning something, information that is quite invaluable. And not only that, but it will help you to be a better witness for Christ. Um, there are people who will spend $7 a month on you know, anything. I mean, coffee, more than that usually on coffee. That's almost one cup um, over there at Starbucks, it seems like. And uh, so I, I think it's worth it. I think it's worth it if you want to invest in yourself, if you want to invest in the ability to be able to learn more. Um, and we're talking about all kinds of things over there. We're going to be talking about how to communicate creation to your children. We're going to be talking about um, some general apologetic stuff. We're going to have detailed course outlines, much like we do in the Creation Academy podcast, like we're looking at doing. And so um, I I wanted to create a little bit of symmetry there. I want you to uh, have an expectation when you listen to this podcast of what that additional learning experience might be like just at the next level. Um, And Again, we want it to be super high quality. We want to do the best we can, the best job we can for the Lord. And that does take some finances. Um, It takes uh, time. It takes a commitment from uh, the Christian community and the creation community to really, really work together and provide the best possible um, experience. And so that's what we're doing. We're going to call it the honor program. And uh, so we'll have honors students. that's what our members will be called is honors students. And there are some different things around that theme that we are looking at setting up that I think are going to be really exciting for the future. So I hope you'll tell somebody about it. I hope you'll consider going and signing up for the wait list yourself over there at jointca.co. That's jointca.co. You can go over there, get signed up for the wait list, and also um, you will get a link to be added to the private Facebook community. And I really encourage you to do that because we want to uh, have conversations in there while we're still building the Creation Academy uh, about how to uh, how people want to experience it. As a matter of fact, just yesterday, I posted in there um, uh, some questions about the video format that we're going to be doing. Um, so I want to uh, be able to use your experience and to use what you want to see as a part of building the the, the Creation Academy Honors Program. I, I want that to uh, be something that you feel like you helped design from the ground up and, you know, tailor it to you as best we possibly can. So that's uh, a little bit about what we have going on. We've got new equipment, thanks to the Lord and thanks to uh, Mike for uh, for donating and making that possible. 
We've got new series uh, ideas that we're, we've got coming down the pipe. We've got, hopefully, uh, some new interviews that are going to be coming up about uh, scholars and scientists and theologians talking about their own research that they've done. And then, of course, we have got this honors program that we're super excited about and that it's going to really take the Creation Academy, uh, we think, to that next level uh, of being able to provide the best creation learning possible for as many people possible. And so that's um, that's really the plan. The last thing, and we're done, really. That's all I have wrote down. But I just want to just remind you a little bit about the fact that we have set up a way for you to donate. And if you'll just click the link... Um, at the bottom of the podcast show notes that says, you know, learn how, uh, how you can contribute. I forget exactly what it says. Um, but if you will click that link, uh, it says, please consider donating to become a financial partner of the ministry. That's what it's, uh, that's what it says. So if you would, um, consider that, go over there, at least if nothing else, take a look at our goals that we have lined out, some of the upcoming needs for the ministry, and some ways that you can help. Uh, but just if you feel the Lord leading you in that direction. I'm not going to give you a huge, you know, kind of pitch on that, um, a sales pitch, you know, th- there's no reason for that. Um, it's the Lord's uh, job to provide the resources for His work. So if this is the Lord's work, and it is, uh, this is the Lord's uh, ministry, and it's dedicated to the Lord, done in service of the Lord, and it is, and it's His will to do it, and we certainly believe it is, or we wouldn't be doing it. Uh, we know that God will provide those needs. And so if you feel as though God could use you to be a vehicle to help provide for those needs, we would be honored to be able to partner with you in ministry. And uh, hey, let's see some people saved. Let's see some people understanding the reasonableness of the Christian worldview and also of biblical creation. There's no need to fear. There's no need to become a theistic evolutionist. Uh, there's no need to become a long, uh, a long age believer, um, old age creationist. There, there's no need for that because there are good scientific reasons to accept a young age for the earth and also for the universe. And uh, again, that is our persuasion in terms of what the Bible teaches. We think that that's what the Bible teaches. And so, um, if that's the case, then it must be true, uh, at least on our view, that this creation is young. I mean, that's why we're here. And so we want to talk about the science and understand how God's word is confirmed by God's world. So that's what we're doing here. Pray that you'll continue to join us on the journey. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for hanging out with us for 50 lessons now. That is just a blessing. We hope the next 50 are even more of a blessing to you. And uh, hey, We'll see what happens, all right? Uh, join up with the uh, honors program. We'd be excited to have you over there and uh, get to meet you face-to-face, talk to you a little bit um, in a more intimate way, and uh, really foster a great community. All right? Hey, let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we love you and want to say thank you so much for your many blessings on our lives, for your many blessings on this ministry. Lord, as we Uh, endeavor to proclaim the truth of your word and also of your world. I pray that you would uh, help us to stay in your will. Guide us, Lord. Direct us in your path and uh, allow us to be able to reach as many people as possible with this message of, of creation. We thank you for the opportunity and the passion and the will to do that, Father. And it's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen.
Thank you for joining me again this week on the Creation Academy. Uh, we'll see you next week with what will hopefully be uh, an interview with uh, my friend, uh, Brother Mark Lambert, talking about the global flood. And then after that, we will probably be getting started on our new series dealing with the destruction of paradise. And I'm very excited to start with that. All right. God bless. Y'all take care. Have a great week.